Welcome to Dominion Talks with Destiny Schneider again. Thank you for joining me once again to listen to that which I have on my heart to share with you. And really, it comes always from my own personal meditation in the Word of God. And I have been in Luke 12 for a little while now. Actually, this past Sunday's message, I spoke from Luke 12 about not worrying about your life, not to worry about your life and lose heart. And so I read the first portion of the chapter, Luke 12, and then I did not touch upon from verse 35 on. So I would encourage you to go into Luke 12 and to read the chapter for yourself and allow the Holy Spirit to communicate truth to you, to communicate really the urgency of the hour first and foremost to trust him to not fear man but to fear God to honor God in all that you do to really look at the birds of the air and the the the, the flowers in the field and to take note how your heavenly father sustains them and because of that, you are to stay encouraged at all times that your heavenly Father loves you. And because he loves you so much, he has given you his kingdom. Because he loves you so much, he has begotten you again to a living hope that you are now his child. You are now his very offspring. You are now his very reflection of he himself here on earth. You carry his image. You bear his life. You're to demonstrate his goodness. You are now a life-giving spirit. And then in Luke 12, we move into verse 35 that brings forth sobriety, that brings forth an alertness, that brings forth a diligence to watch and to pray, to not cave into the lackadaisical approach that we have so been accustomed to, just the daily motions of life, that we are mindful that Jesus is coming soon. We are mindful that he will return for a glorious church, for his very bride. And yet at times we get caught up in the cares of the world. And that's why Luke 12 starts with not to be a hypocrite. Look, 12 is all about living life before God. In truth, to be found in truth. And when we stand in truth, there is an alertness. Because we know that the enemy works with deception. We know the enemy is lurking, roaring falsely, looking whom he may devour. To disarm us, to disrobe us from this strong conscience of being pure in the sight of God, of being made righteous through the blood of Christ, to disrobe us from a confidence that we have in the word of God, to steal our faith. But today we'll be sober and we'll be vigilant and we resist Satan steadfast in the faith by refusing to cave in to a lulling of our senses, a dulling of our senses and to stand up before our living God looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith so let's go to Luke 12 35 and read here some verses put your eyes on it let your ways be girded let your ways be girded 
and your lamps burning. Be girded in truth. Stand upright before God. Keep it all together for Him. By allowing Him to keep it all together for Himself, which looks like an yielding to truth, which looks like a close walk, a close walk, an awakened state, a walk with the Holy Spirit. An alertness that is of the Spirit to be girded today in truth and by truth. And our lamps burning, the zeal, our first love, the zeal and the passion we have for truth and His Word, the zeal that His love inspires within us to know that we're His very own. And you yourselves be like men who wait for their master. Be found faithful to wait on your master when he'll return from the wedding. That when he comes, when he comes, not maybe he'll come, but when he comes, he is coming. That when he comes and knocks and knocks and knocks, will you be found occupying the terrain of your heart? Will you be found Occupying, allowing the word to occupy all of your heart. Or have you allowed cares to occupy your heart? Because when he returns, he will knock. When he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Not to move through the cloud of the debris of accumulated and delay an opening. And delay in responding to his knock. Blessed, look at verse 37. We're all about being blessed because we know we are children of the Most High God. And because of it, we are blessed. But there is a place here that we're walking on earth as his blessed children. And that looks like to watch, to be girded with truth, to let our, our lamps be burning. To let our lights shine brightly. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you that he'll gird himself, that he will gird himself because you girded yourself. So now he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. And if he should come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so watching on him, waiting on him, being made ready for him, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known, if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. And he continues here in verse 43. Blessed is the servant whom his master will find so doing 
when he comes. And there is reward with him when he comes and finds us watching. But then we read the next few verses regarding the evil servant, the unfaithful servant who lulled himself into a slumber mode. And it did not go well for him. Because if we come to 48, but he who did not know yet committed things deserving of stripes shall be beaten with few. And this is it. For everyone to whom, for everyone, for everyone, to whom much is given, and much has been given to us. The Holy Spirit has been given to us as a guarantee, as a seal, as a deposit. That we are His. We are God's. We're not of our own anymore, but we are God's. And so, for everyone to whom much is given, from him much will be required, and to whom much has been committed of him, they'll ask the more. Let's go to the other parable that sounds very similar, and that is in Matthew 25. Matthew 25, the parable of the wise and foolish virgins. Starting in verse 1. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins. Ten virgins. Hmm. Who took their lamps. Took their lamps. They made sure their lamps were burning in the beginning. Took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil. They were given lamps, but they did not attend to those lamps to ensure that they will keep burning to the end. They took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And then we know at midnight, the cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Do you hear the call? The bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. We are hearing the knocking. He is coming. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. They did the same thing. But some, five of them, did it in vain because they did not watch to prepare, to get themselves ready. The wise, verse 9, the wise answered saying, um, because so what happened in verse 8, the foolish said to the wise, give us some oil for our lamps are going out. And the wise responded, no, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And we know what happened. They missed the hour. They missed the hour. If we go back to Luke 12, verse 35, let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. <laughs> let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. The NIV of that verse reads, be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning. Ensure that you're built up 
with the oil of the Holy Spirit. Ensure that you are found in the service of the Lord under the lead of the Holy Spirit. Be sure to be found in your prayer closet, praying always in all manner, in all supplication, with thanksgiving, with no care in your heart, but making your requests known to God, praying always in the Holy Spirit, building yourself in your most holy faith, filled up to overflow. So when the master sounds and you hear the trumpet blast of his return, when you trim that lamp, you'll be burning to the end. The New Living of verse 35 reads, Be dressed for service. How do you get dressed? You're clothed with him. You're clothed by the Holy Spirit to don Christ. Be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning. I love the ESV. Stay dressed. Stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. And then I want to look at, in those same translations, verse 37. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. This is the NIV. It will be good when he finds us watching for his return. Truly, I tell you, he'll dress himself because you dressed yourself. He'll dress himself to serve. We'll have them recline at the table and we'll come and wait on them. The new living, the servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. Are you waiting for his return? Are you living life sober today? Because you are a child of the day. You are to be awake at all times. Though there is a great slumber that's going on in the world. And a great opposition to truth. To us staying alert. We have to resist all temptation. How? By watching and praying. Isn't that what the Lord tells his disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane, in his hour, in his hour, in actually in Matthew 26, verse 40. He came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? What? We don't want to hear that. Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And this is the key of being and staying dressed. You do it in the spirit. You walk in the spirit, and therefore you will not fulfill the desires of weakness that the flesh is so familiar with. The desire to cave in and to look like the world. To desire to suffer no persecution that is of the flesh. 
But the desire of the Spirit is that you be ever burning, ever ready, prepared to meet your master. Let's go back to Luke 12, 37 in the New Living. The servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. I tell you the truth. He himself, that is Jesus, will seat them, put on an apron, He'll gird himself because you girded yourself and serve them as they sit and eat. The ESV, blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly I say to you, he'll dress himself for service because you chose to dress yourself to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be given to the service of the Lord. Luke writes, Truly I say to you, he will dress himself for service and have them recline at table and he'll come and serve them. Now that dress looks like Ephesians 6. To be dressed for service is to put on the armor of light. To be clothed fully with the armor of God. 6.13 Therefore, take up, raise up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand, to be alert, to be vigilant, to be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. You stand before God. Having done all, you keep standing before God. Having done all, you keep standing in the love of God, face to face with your master, refusing to take your gaze off of him, lest you, lest you undress yourself and take on the shape of the world. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. You see, you gird yourself with truth. You put on the breastplate of righteousness. That is pure passion. To know that you are right. Nothing can hold you back when you have a purged conscience. To know you are his righteousness because of what he's done, not because of what you'll ever be able to do for him having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, that shield that is ablaze by the word of God, the very fire of the word of God, with which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts, every false fire of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation, the mind of Christ that you possess now, and the sword of the Spirit, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance, endurance is required, with all perseverance and supplications for the saints and for me. That utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly, boldly, 
We pray one for another to boldly proclaim truth today, to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I'm an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak, to speak the unchained word of God, praying always for one another. And talking about watching and praying, we cannot not read Jude, Jude 20 and 21. But you, beloved, Jude 20. But you, beloved, loved of God, building yourself up, build yourself as an edifice, as an edifice. Actually, I love that word. I love this word here. In um, to build. Let's look it up in the Strong's. But you, beloved, by building yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. That word to build is to build upon, and it's the Greek twenty twenty six. It is to build on following a plan with pre-designed, pre-defined specifications. See, we're not doing anything haphazardly. We are following an instruction of a plan that's already laid out for us to walk in. And so when we're praying, we're praying the very will of God. That is in the Holy Spirit. And so praying in other tongues right now is of utmost importance because this is how we build ourselves up in the Spirit, keeping our lamps ablaze. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith according to this predefined specification. To line your life with his perfect will of God. To be found watching and ready in the service that he's called you in. Keeping yourselves in the love of God. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Watching and praying. Looking unto his return. Looking unto the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And so today, I want to encourage you. Be found faithful to be vigilant to the very end. To watch and pray and not to cave into the temptation of the hour. To fall asleep. To tuck away your Bible. And to walk away from the faith. No, we'll not be of those who shrink back into perdition, but of those that press on unto salvation. Glory be to God. Thank you for coming once again to listen to Dominion Talks with Desi Schneider. Praise the Lord. Amen.